Hello, you are listening to Dr. Shushma Singh today in Unit 3 Social, Human and Gender Development. We are going to discuss topic perspectives on women and development. There are several important perspectives on women's development. Let's, let us examine few of them here. The first one is structural perspective. Structural perspective on development are critical of the women in development approach of developmental policies for they start with the basic assumption of conflict in society that makes for competition for resources and power and that manifests itself in struggles of classes and groups. Such that domination and oppression have a structural base. Change itself in existing system is seen not in term of accommodation or reforms but in radical and revolutionary transformations that result in a more fair redistribution of resources and power. Marxism forms an important wellspring for the critical conflict view. Marxism holds like the VID approach mean women in development that development as economic modernization or capitalist development has led to the marginalization of women in the third world. However, it goes further then the women in development approach in seeing sexual inequality at a deeper structural or dialectical level and linking it to the uneven and unequal widespread development of capitalism and not to inequalities embedded in social classes. However, there is criticism that Marxism fails to deliver what it promised, promises to while it explains the capitalist development as a system of higher, hierarchical structures of production that leads to the emergence of a small but powerful minority with resources and a much larger dispossessed majority that stands alienated from the means of production. It could be there itself not explain women's subordination further to the subordination of men that is created by the capitalist mass production. Feminists have critiqued it also for reducing women's oppression to the abstract concept of a particular mode of production thereby not paying any attention to the fact that man and not just the abstract concept of capital benefit from women's op oppression. The agency and the consciousness of human beings as social actors stands completely denied in this conceptualization for the individual is defined purely in relation to the class interest. Women's op opposition to male domination and control 
is itself dismissed as false consciousness and the result of the divisive strategy of the ruling minority. Not satisfied by these explanations, some, some feminists reworked with the basic Marxist argument to explain female subordination as a part of new constraints that came about as a result of inequalities generated by the capital-intensive development on a global scale. One stream of feminists hitched their argument to the dependency theory, furthering the argument that the capitalist mode of production has polarizing tendencies and creates a relationship of dependency between the peripheral nations of the third world with the metropolitan center of the first world, such that women's development is adversely affected in the third world peripheral countries, even while the women in the first world may come to enjoy opportunities hitherto inaccessible. These theorists draw on Rosa Luxemburg's thesis that pre-capitalist form of production provide an essential subsidy to capital accumulation. Safiotti suggested that the family was an example of such a pre-capitalist form of production that aided capital accumulation by drawing on the labor of women, their time and energies without adequate payment because the family is organized in such a way that voluntaristic sentiments rather than contractual labor marks production relations. Capital accumulation could take place in the metropolitan centers at the cost of women in the third world countries that had to grapple with increasing poverty and marginalization even while their unpaid labor or their reserve labor was called upon to benefit the capitalist system. A pervasive patriarchal sex role ideology was held to be the direct cause of the women's subordination for it rationalized women confinement to the home on the basis of her biology and social role. Dependency feminist thus worked out connections between the different forms of inequalities at the international, national and household levels. Yet like the Marxist approach they held the view that men and women held common class interests and did not see the rationale for the material exploitation of women in their households by men. Sexual aggression and subordination by men was attributed to the frustration and helplessness of men involved in exploitative capitalist production, thus ignoring the relationship of men and women itself in term of a set of production relations wherein production of people 
itself was undervalued in comparison to production of things with exchange values Miriam is a German feminist while drawing again the Luxembourg thesis has disagreed with the priorities of class as the primary contradiction and sees the first contradiction to be the of nature gender the basic biological difference between the man and woman according to the mees meant that the women experienced their relationship with nature and their environment differently they experienced their whole bodies as productive and in tune with nature unlike men who could produce with their hands and the tools that became an extension of these hands according to the mees man's relationship with nature was predatory from the beginning and in his lust for power man established a similar relationship with women who seem to be like nature she sees capitalism as a more recent manifestation of man patriarchal order that came into force far back in the history of mankind when man realized that the destructive tools that they could make could be used to domesticate women and animals and thus make for appropriation of economic surplus since women came to be seen as providing the essential physical precondition for male production men made women as their first colony all subsequent development is likewise marked by the same predatory mode of production colonization and housewifeification are two ways that women and the weak are reduced to being nature and the hence their control and exploitation becomes justified messy accounts deviates from traditional marxist accounts in that it establishes the relationship between the man and woman as a relationship of power and instead of blaming capitalism or women's oppression blames patriarchy she traces different form of violence on women as a manifestation of patriarchy irrespective of its form in different production system and exploitation and oppression as a common denominator for both first world and third world women men everywhere are held to be violent for they uphold the global patriarchal hierarchy but since the white men currently control the technology of destruction mays hold them more culpable than men elsewhere here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening